0: And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague, presented by BetMGM.
1: Hey, welcome in back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network. I am your host, Brandon Sprague, alongside my great co-host, Lucy Burge of the BetQL Network family. Good evening. I hope everybody's enjoying conference championship weekend. We've got one game still underway between uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati. I'll give you an update on that in just a minute. We've got one game finished, and uh, we'll talk about that game as well. But, uh, Lucy, good evening. How was the weekend treating you so far?
2: Good evening, Sprague. I'm not enjoying it so far as much as I thought I would. I know you are more in that boat than I am as a fan of the 49ers, but I had a bet on the 49ers, and that did not go so hot today. And uh, I had 49ers plus two and a half. Um. Yeah, that was that was a rough scene. But that game was just such a slog. And that's kind of how the rest of the weekend went great. But I uh, watched the Celtics last night at a couple bars. And it was because that game was something with LeBron. And so that was fun. But then today was just a little bit of a downer. But other than that, not such a bad weekend. How has your weekend been Sprague?
1: besides uh well you know aside from the fact that I wasn't ready to do the show until about five seconds before it started uh I would say relatively okay my team was in a conference championship game today they did not fare well it was never a contest and it was over pretty quickly once Brock Purdy got hurt on the 49ers opening possession Uh, I did cash in on betting against my basketball team because I know that they're fraudulent not good and Toronto beat the Blazers last night, so we had that going for us. Uh, other than that, Lucy, I'm I'm kind of excited. We've got uh, Kansas City just scored, and so they're up twenty to thirteen right now, third quarter. Hey. Uh, and Cincinnati has the ball, and we'll see if they can counter and, and tie this game. I've got I got a couple wagers in this thing. I got a few. I got some prop bets, and then I've also got Cincinnati uh, money line, and then I've also got the over of forty eight, and so. A couple of those are kind of in flux right now. But other than that, I'm okay. I I love conference championship weekend. And so uh, we'll, we'll not allow the Niners' loss to dampen my mood. We've got one team in the Super Bowl, and we'll see what uh, the other team
2: yeah, I, uh, I would have liked to, I generally love these conference championship games, but I also took the Bengals uh, in this game. I had Bengals plus a one and a half and even bought, I even bought and mm. am currently wearing these Seinfeld sweatpants that Joe Burrow had on at the I end saw those. of the game. These sweatpants, <laughs> yes. bring, I'm telling you, these sweatpants are so comfortable, but they're almost like yeah. too insulated and hot it was it's just like it, outside on a winter day when it is snowing you are set in these sweatpants because they are warm but they are very comfortable i will say uh, they are out of stock so i don't want to pub them too much because people have a couple people asked for the link and to be like you know what sorry they're out of stock because joe burrow is a fashion icon this is the kate middleton effect when she wears an outfit it goes out of stock like that joe burrow same thing probably Brock Purdy with the white t-shirt I would think too white t-shirts just flying off the shelves like the one you have on right now Brock Purdy fashion day but uh yeah so I had the Bengals and uh this is not I mean they could pull this off this is not much like the first game where you knew that Mm -hmm. was just over this it's anybody's game but I was under the impression that Patrick Mahomes was injured he looks all right This is not what I expected. (laughs) What he was hustling, all of us, that press conference, I thought was just like kind of a like, oh, they just shot him up and they painkillers and he could just like hop down those stairs. No, he was okay. And I was thinking, no, he's going to be a little, he's going to be injured for this game. He's not going to be 100%. He looks pretty good. This is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So it was just that's too bad. And the the quarterback situation for the 49ers, I I think Mm. if that was different – um, I think it would have maybe been a little bit better, but that was fascinating.
1: Yeah, the um, Tracy Wolfson on the CBS broadcast, the sideline reporter, she she was talking about Mahomes and said she talked to Patrick Mahomes before the game, and I was kind of in the same impre- uh, impression that you were, Lucy. Like I, I know he downplayed it, and he practiced, and he went to the podium and talked about how he was going to be okay. And but I, you know, it's a high ankle sprain. Normal humans, that's a six to ten week injury pro athletes it's still you'd say three to seven depending on the severity of it some guys end up having to get surgery because it gets so bad it's the oh, worst man. one to have and even if it's mild you would have thought okay you're not gonna be able to move much tracy wolfson said he didn't get it shot up that That's he what they said yeah no pain shot in his ankle yeah nothing he's just rolling out now they've taped the living hell out of it and it should be noted he's had a couple plays where he's been pushed to the ground and he's getting up kind of gimpy but I mean, I'm watching right now, and he just completed another big pass to Valdez Scandling, who is having a yeah. monster game tonight. And Kansas City, with about a minute 55, is yeah. is in is in Cincinnati territory already, and they're up 20 to 13 in the third quarter of that game. And now Mike Hilton, uh, the DB for the Bengals, the pass rushing secondary extraordinaire player, he's limping. So uh, things not going well for the Bengals. Oh, uh, although it does appear there's a flag. Dead. I'm kind of just doing live play by play at this point. And I'm waiting for the call here. And it sounds like we've got a uh Oh yeah, okay. Like so that I'm penalty's behind. gonna go on Kansas City. It's okay. an unsportsmanlike like penalty. Okay. So we'll see what well, happens with that. But we love that. I'm with you. I Lucy, I thought <laughs> I thought his ankle was gonna be worse too, and he's out here yeah. moving around looking very Patrick Mahomesy.
2: He looks great, and before the game even, they were saying he looks a little – as he was, as they were running out to the – I don't know if he was running. I didn't see that. But, but he looked said that he was walking gingerly was the word they used. So I thought, all right, we're in business. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, Fonzie out here. It's mm. going to be fine. No, this is not going fine. This is not going as poorly for the Chiefs as I thought maybe it would because of the ankle situation. And I don't know. I hope the Bengals can pull this off, but I am worried currently – about this bet this this could be an zero two day for me because I only had two bets Um, but that this could be this could be a tough one the end of this
1: yeah it's not it's not looking good for me either I parlayed last week in Niners and Bengals money line Um, Mm -hmm. I thought you know what it was good luck I'm not gonna bet against my team I'll full disclosure like I kind of felt like this was gonna be it for the Niners you know Philadelphia came in and not only just the home field but just the the way that they were kind of health-wise compared to the Niners, the Niners having the Brock Purdy story. And, look, it was a, it's a great story. It really is. And we don't know what would have happened had he stayed healthy. A lot of the Niners in the postgame seemed to think that game would have been pretty damn tight had Brock Purdy not gotten hurt. But that's also part of football. And it was really unfortunate luck for San Francisco. Once you got to Josh Johnson, <laughs> I, I mean, come on. Everybody knew that game was over when Josh Johnson came in. They were not beating that Eagles team. With a fourth string quarterback. And it's it's a remarkable story in Philly because they're headed back to the Super Bowl just five short years later, after beating your New England Patriots and, and upsetting the Pats in that one with Nick Foles. They were plus one thousand to come out of the NFC in the preseason, Lucy. So it's a hell of a turnaround and a hell of a story out of Philadelphia.
2: It really is. And there was a moment during that game when I thought the, the 49ers Eagles game that we witnessed uh, just this very day. And I thought the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, aren't they? Like, they're going to win it. it. It's possible. Oh. What has... Ooh,
1: we just got? A- we just had Patrick Mahomes oh, try to I throw just- a pass, and the ball just came out of his hand. <gasps> and Cincinnati appears to have recovered the fumble.
2: <laughs> okay. Now we're cooking. I like this. Here we, there we go. go. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> all right I like this this things are looking up because uh yeah but this is the problem if the Eagles are in the Super Bowl with the say the Bengals let's just say the Bengals I gotta yeah. think about who to back here because I do love Joe Burrow and the Bengals but the Eagles mm-hmm. I was feeling they're just I think they're gonna win it I think they and also I think part of it too I came away from the game today feeling very just dumb I was like why did I do that why did not I why didn't I bet on the Eagles and it just would have been it's it, it was almost a lock I was like why did I do I love the Brock Purdy story and that's why I did it so again if he hadn't gotten hurt I would have been more confident that maybe things would have gone the way of the 49ers but they also watched the eight mile battle scene and I bet against that and I don't understand yeah. why because that I mean I think that's the reason they won today obviously was that they we pumped up by that, but yeah, I was like, you know what? If it's Bengals Eagles Super Bowl, I really have to think about it.
1: Well, Lucy, let me let me ask you that then. Um, I'll give you updates as this game goes on. The AFC Championship game. We'll we'll talk about the matchups in the Super Bowl a little bit later on. What was it about for you? So for me, it was just simple, pure stupidity fandom. Like if 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 you took if I took my fandom out and I said, how did I feel about that matchup? Same team, same situation, third string quarterback. I'm taking Philly all day, but I have my fandom attached to it, right? So it's like I had a reason to kind of go in, even though I knew I was – I kind of felt like I was throwing some money away. I didn't go super heavy on it. It wasn't like I put like six units on that game. What was it about the Niners for you as a non-Niner, non-Eagles fan that made you like San Francisco in this matchup at Philadelphia more than the Eagles themselves?
2: It was mostly the Brock Purdy story. I really liked the idea of him getting to the Super Bowl, third string quarterback, Mister Irrelevant, getting to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, and wanted to back that. Also, thought an edgy pick here, the underdog, two underdogs, a little bit of a, an edgier or edgier pick. And I, I look back and I'm like it just would have been easy to just take the Eagles. Like already had the Bengals there, an underdog. Why did I have to do that? But I, it was a feeling. But I was like, yeah, I, I would have loved it if Brock Purdy could get to the Super Bowl that would have been awesome. Yeah. So that's why I did yep. it basically. I was like this would have been a good story. That's really what it was, the narrative.
1: Well, so Brock Purdy comes into the game, first possession, Niners uh the, you know, for some reason it was a second down play. I I thought for sure in those moments Kyle was going to run the ball all day to try to set up some third and shorts or either pick up a first down because the Niners have a great rush attack and he does some play-action type stuff. Um, Hassan Reddick, who had a monster game himself, he was basically left to be blocked by a backup tight end. That did not go well. And so Hassan Reddick comes free right at Brock Purdy, cocks the ball back to throw it, hits his arm, it does a weird like kind of pop thing. Purdy in the postgame said it felt like he had shocks from his elbow down to his wrist basically the whole way, which is why you didn't see Brock Purdy play after that the next few possessions and why when he came back they weren't going to throw it but that that's i mean that's truly i know it's not the niners fault i know you give a lot of credit to philadelphia in this remarkable season they've had plus 2000 coming into the year to win the super bowl so there's some people out there some eagles backers that are probably feeling really good about that cuz those are pretty juicy odds to have that's truly one of the worst nfc championship games i've ever watched just like awful from start to finish to what it was and what it ended up being that just that game sucked. We got robbed of a good football game today because of that injury.
2: Exactly. If it was closer, the only thing, if it was closer, it would have been obviously much more interesting, but the things that were happening in the game would have been more intense, I think, because you've got the fourth string quarterback come in. Then he goes out with a concussion. So who is the 10th string quarterback who would come in? And I, I tweeted something about like who, who is his backup. I got a response from the Fred Lynn himself said he wanted to go in. And his arm was still good and he could still, still play and his, his <laughs> knees are bad, but his arm is good. I'm like put Fred Lynn in. why not? They might've let yeah. him
1: throw it. They weren't letting anybody else throw the football.
2: Exactly. If you can play center field, you could, you could chuck the ball like a quarterback. I feel like, but it was, and also as a Niners fan, when you see punches being thrown like that, where does that come from? Does that come from the frustration as a player that you are losing this game or is it something more personal?
0: Well what, what
1: punches are we talking about? Dre Greenlaw trying to get a fumble, or are we talking about Trent Williams throwing a player to the ground like he's a f a yeah. a six-year-old child, even though he's all a grown of it. man? What do we <laughs> all of it? The Greenlaw one, I mean that they, they had they had a few stupid penalties today, and I think defensively they defensively I thought they broke. I thought mentally they broke because their offense, they knew their offense wasn't doing anything. In the same way, they got stops or they made big plays that were negated by a, a couple I thought real questionable calls personally. Now, you could say, well, you're biased because you like the Niners. I thought a couple of those calls were, were a little questionable, but they'd break either by giving up their down plays or the penalties went against them, and then your offense isn't getting anything going for a quarter and a half, two quarters. I think it just broke them. And so you see Drake Greenlock commit a stupid punch penalty into the football. The Trent Williams one, I'm actually not even that upset about. I, I, I kind of understand it. Like, that's a guy defending his teammate. And really just saying, look, I, I'm going to make sure that I'm covering everybody's butt. These are my guys. And it gets hostile at the end. You know, there's some trash talk going on. So I, I, I just think it was a ter- It was a bit of emotions. Uh, and yeah. by the way, Burrow just did a huge play to uh, Jamar Chase. They are at like That's... the three-yard line of Kansas City now, fourth quarter beginning in the AFC title game. So this game's heating up. And just like last weekend when we were talking Niners-Cowboys live, we've got AFC championship game coming live. But. I think, Lucy, to answer your question, that's where the frustration stems from. Frustration that the offense was stuck and frustration that they kind of knew like it was over at that point.
2: Exactly. And frustration, You, as a fan, there was so much frustration at that very point in the game even because the game was taking forever. There was still a whole quarter left, and it felt like the game should have been over an hour ago. The score was what it was. It That was a rough mm-hmm. watch. As just a football fan, but as a Niners fan, I, I can't even imagine. Because that was just a rough watch.
1: Yeah. No, it was it was really rough. Uh, by the way, Cincinnati's first play at first and goal was an out pass to Mixon. Little, little you know, side screen. And uh, he, he just picked up a couple yards. So, it's second down now. Fourth quarter just underway. And Cincinnati's got the ball uh, right at, like, the Kansas City three. We'll dive into the Philadelphia Eagles. The matchups that we potentially get. We'll kind of dive into what we've had so far in this AFC title game. And, uh, yeah, we'll kind of dive into everything as we get you ready for the Super Bowl here on Back to the Futures. Uh, Lucy Burge over there in Boston. I'm your host, Brandon Sprague. we got a lot more to get to. Back to the Futures. Back with more on the BetQL Network.
0: Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. (laughs) Get locked into You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
3: I love Brian Dable. I love Mike Kafka. I love Wink Martindale. I hope Kafka comes back as the OC. Also, like, can you have the team ready to play, guys? Like, can the team look at least, like, somewhat confident in the game and not get embarrassed by one of the biggest rivals?
0: You Better, You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network.
4: Always live on the free Odyssey app. The
3: biggest game on the planet is coming, coming to Glendale. Glendale. And that's why BetQL taking over the BetMGM Sportsbook right outside of the Cardinal Stadium the entire week leading up to the big game.
4: Hey, Phoenix, come out and meet the BetQL crew. We're just a touchdown throw away from the big game with loads of special guests and key insight to help you bet smarter. It's the BetQL Network, live from Glendale at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium all week leading up to the big
3: game. Presented by BetMGM on your home for wager the BetQL Network. Please bet responsibly.
0: Start your day with a daily tip Presented by Bet MGM Featuring Michael Jenkins And Chelsea Messenger
3: On the BetQL Network Remember back in the day When we used to talk about me Wearing a Bet MGM robe With a glorious line on the back Specially made And I just never got that robe So I'm putting it out there again If you're listening at Bet MGM Listen, don't do it for me Do it for yourself Make this a thing Cashmere is what I'm imagining here Soft to the touch Warm robes that you can wear all weekend, a weekend robe is what I'm looking for. Just imagine you put on your robe; it feels great. And the entire weekend, all you do is sip your drink, you watch a few games, you win your bets, and it's because of BetMGM. You feel like a man. You feel like you're gonna win. You've got all your confidence because of that massive lion embroidered in gold on the back of your lovely robe. That still needs to happen.
0: The daily tip, weekday morning, six to nine Eastern, on the BetQL Network.
4: Always live on the Free Odyssey app.
0: Sports betters wrap up your day with BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew on a BetQL network. What do you think about your boys, the Huskies, UConn, down to 18-1? to
4: Yeah, I mean, I, like we were talking about this with Jeff Goodman, and I've said this ever since I watched Dan Hurley up close, is I just wonder how 18-, 19-, 20-year-olds function with a guy who yells at him for no reason. They, they yell at He yells at them when they do just normal basketball things. You turn the ball over because it's a loose ball, and that's how basketball goes, and he's yelling down their throats. And if you're 18, 19, and you've been a, a recruit for you know, your whole life, really, to the point where people thought you were going to be good, and then you get around someone like that that just brings negative dark cloud energy.
0: BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern, from the BetQL Network.
4: <gasps> Always live on the free Odyssey app.
0: Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL network presented by BetMGM.
1: Back to the futures here on this Sunday evening edition on the BetQL network and the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys for joining us uh, this evening. Uh, Update AFC championship game. As it continues to go on, about twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter. This game started at uh, three forty Pacific time, and it is almost six twenty-two Pacific time. So this one I thought was going to go pretty long, and it was going to be tough if it would be end uh, be over by the time our show started. I figured it wouldn't be, and here we are. The fourth quarter still got a lot of time left. Kansas City was up twenty thirteen. Mahomes drops back, ball falls out of his hand as he cocks his arm back. He can't gather it. Cincinnati jumps on it. And Joe Burrow on fourth and six launches about like a 26-yard pass down to Jamar Chase, who jumps up in between two defenders, grabs the football, falls to the three. And uh, Samaji Pirine, who I actually bet to score the first touchdown first today instead of taking on any time touchdown. So I whiff on that uh punches it in and now we've got a 2020 game uh Chiefs just picked up a first down as they run their first place so there you go there's an update Lucy on the AFC championship game where are you at emotionally with where your bet is lined up for this game right now
2: emotionally I am very um happy at this time because I think that keeping this close I am optimistic keeping this close is huge tying this up is huge and this is this is exactly what I hoped for for this game is that if the Bengals fell behind, they would keep pace with the Chiefs, and they are doing this. Joe Burrow on the sideline, hyping up his teammates as he's throwing passes like this. This is what you want from this game—not a thirty-one to seven, just absolute blowout. This is what you want in a game, and I—I I could not be happier right now because I have a lot of faith in the Bengals in this spot. To real to pull this mm-hmm. off. And of course, cover the spread. Plus one and a half. They could easily win by three here. So I like this.
1: Well, let's 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 talk about this real quick. So uh Mahomes just got tripped and, and pressured. He threw a pass uh to McKinnon who dropped it. So now it's third and nine. We'll see what happens and we'll keep you up to date when big plays right. go on. It's interesting. You said something right there that struck me, and this is why I bet this. This is the stupidest thing. I, I know. We got a lot of great people that work at the BeckQL network and do fantastic programming Monday uh, through Friday, uh, you know, on the, on the prime time. I know Lucy, you're a part of a lot of those, those uh, shows as well. I bet the bangles because of swagger. I bet the bangles because of Joe Burrow. I bet the bangles because in this spot that dude just carries himself in a way that we, I've only seen a few other quarterbacks in my life carry themselves. I don't know if he'll win. I don't know if Cincinnati will win. I don't know if they'll cover. Patrick Mahomes is one of the all-time greats. And I love Patty Mahomes. But Burrow just has like an air to him that I just gravitate towards. Like, hey, when this, when things are kind of against the wall or I need it, this guy just feels like he's coming up with a big play. Now, Patrick Mahomes is a different animal than the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Cincinnati's gotten a stop here. We'll see what the Chiefs do on fourth down. But I, I only bet him because of Joe Burrow. He, he just – He just carries himself a certain way, Lucy. That like I feel weird if I bet against it.
2: Exactly, because the power of Joe Burrow. It's true, and that's why one of the reasons I bet on the Bengals. Also, I'm literally wearing the sweatpants he was wearing, and I bought them because of him. So I'm not going to bet against him. Can I ask you that? How much? Yes. Well, I found so they were. the, the retail price was $75, but I found a coupon code. So I got, a, I think it was like 10% off or something off of that. But it's worth that these sweatpants okay. are just, they're great sweatpants. Anyway, if it was a show I didn't like, I wouldn't buy them per se. But it all just kind sure. of fit because I do love Seinfeld, Joe Burrow, as, as confident as all hell. I'm like, you know what, if I wear these sweatpants, maybe I will also have the confidence of Joe Burrow. But the thing with him, that's exactly it, Sprague, is he has this air about him of, I know that I belong here, even if it doesn't look on paper or my team, like I should, or my team is not favored and is a complete underdog here. He can he can handle himself in those situations. And he is at perfect for the generation that is on TikTok now. I, I am deep into TikTok generally. And the, the whole trend now on TikTok is to, in a way of believing in yourself, is to almost be not in denial, but to think like things, things always work out for me. It's like a mantra you're supposed to say. That's like, I am the luckiest person in the world. Things always work out for me. Blessings are coming to me. like all those things. It's almost like he does that. He's like the walking embodiment of, if I believe that I attract all the things that I deserve, then I will. And he's like, I believe in every in, in myself, and I belong in every situation that I wouldn't normally be. Um, something is going on right now. Um, be here, uh, so.
1: So, go ahead. Just finish, Lucy. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll no,
2: I, I think his confidence is something to aspire to, and it's tough to bet against.
1: Oh, here, here's there's a weird thing going on. I, I have it on my phone. I'm watching this game, but I can't hear anything. I should have put subtitles on, but it gets in my picture. It was third and nine they threw it uh, they threw like a 4-yard pass a 5-yard pass Kansas City got tackled and then the ref stepped in they talked they just made it 3rd and 9 again now they they sacked mahomes but i'm i'm really confused why they just did a do over
2: yeah they I, ruled a do over I,
1: I i don't know i don't oh. know why Zach taylor's losing his mind now yeah. they sacked patty mahomes but there's a flag on this play and it looks like it might be against cincinnati and Eli Apple, uh, this is a weird little run of events here. Because I, yeah. if I'm Zach Taylor, I'm irate right now.
2: Oh, and he why is. He's ripped his headset off.
1: I don't know why this they're redoing is, this play. Like you allowed the entire play to be played, and right. you didn't redo this until after the play was over. I I yeah, don't know. Well, and now the flag. Comes you can up. do so this, Kansas city went from. Wow, Kansas this City was what, gonna punt and now they've given up a first down and here we go.
2: Well, if you can do this, they should have done that in the, the previous game. I mean, like, let's just redo the whole game. Let's start over. Let's everybody calm down. Everybody, let's just redo everything. That would have been good. Halfway through that game, I was like, you know what? This game isn't doing it. Let's just start over and maybe make it more exciting. But this is that's just crazy. you don't see
1: that often. You don't you don't see a whole play be allowed to happen, and then by the time you're getting Dude ready for over. the fourth down, the ref steps in and I just, I'm still not trying to scour Twitter to see if I can find it. I don't understand this at all.
2: This is bizarre. We've seen some very weird weird things today. And that we saw one of the worst games, probably NFC championship games we've ever seen. And then some bizarre things happening in this. So now they're doing a a zoom in on that. They're showing that ref on a replay. Yeah, but
1: I don't think, I don't know. I don't want to make this event. Um, this is bizarre. It's third and nine again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. This, this will be a, a story. So
2: we'll keep an eye on this. <laughs> that's oh, it already definitely is. Gonna it's already going to be a thing. It's that's already. I mean, thing. if you were
1: to use just Lucy, if you were to just use Twitter like everybody right now on Twitter is talking about Vegas and the NFL oh, yeah. office is calling somebody and
2: If we lose our bets know, that, because that of this. Weird. That's going to be an issue. Yeah. That's going to be a do you get your bets refunded situation.
1: Um, pretty I'll, props. I'll I'll be inquiring about that for sure. But uh, uh, yeah. you know, at least at least Lucy, we've gotten ourselves a great game. You know, exactly. Like the first game was truly, truly awful, and we all kind of knew it was. Even the most diehard Niners fan out there, I like the Niners. I used to love them, but as I've gotten older and I've gotten more into sports gambling, I do a radio show. I like I like more root for the. I like rooting more for athletes' storylines. You know, I always have a soft spot for my Niners there but for the most diehard a Niner fan, they knew that game was over when Josh Johnson came out. There was yeah. no path where the Niners were winning that game against that Philadelphia Eagle team. Who's probably watching this game intensely thinking, okay, Lucy, th- this is what Philly's thinking when they're watching this. We have Joe Burrow with three backup offensive linemen against our pass rush, or we've got gimpy Pat Mahomes who says everything's Okay but he's clearly getting hit every other play and he's limping around. Like I'd imagine right now, Philadelphia is watching this game with just like a fat cigar and a smile. Right.
2: Oh, exactly. Especially I think if the Bengals win and I mean, even if the chiefs win, because of the Patrick Mahomes situation, but I think the Eagles are um, not to use a pun here, but they are soaring right now. And they are, I think that's why I had that moment of the Eagles are going to win this. Aren't they? Because they are, their confidence is at an all time high and I think that they are just the team right now. It's just that's what it is. They're hot, and they are – they are they flew through that game. This game, a little bit more of a slugfest, so it's not as easy. Oh, he's limping a little bit. Patrick Mahomes is a little mm-hmm. skipping his step there, so maybe – getting aggravated. We'll see. But uh, I like that. But yeah, no see, I, think I don't I don't, think, are... I don't
1: think we should smile when we <laughs> talk about their injuries.
2: No, but No, but he's fine otherwise. He's totally fine. I think maybe he's just uh playing it up. Maybe, but I think the Eagles are salivating looking at this game, thinking we got this. We are set here.
1: Uh Kansas City has just punted back to Cincinnati. They couldn't pick up their third and nine. So the weird do-over thing that you never see in an NFL game actually didn't play a part. Cincinnati's defense was able uh, to get off of the field there. So thankfully, I think because Cincinnati, if, it, if they would have had a score on that possession, I think we would have been talking a lot about that um, tomorrow. Yeah. Did you see the Cincinnati mayor and his oh, awkward video who recorded it? And he, he basically was some of the effect of, uh, we are. I am Patrick Mahomes' father. And, uh, you know, talked about how they're going to go into Burrowhead and they're going to win. And, you know, that response that get- that led to a response from the the Kansas City mayor. And usually we get these mayors that tweet each other like dorks. But we finally got one that did a video and claiming to be Pat Mahomes, father is uh, it's a nice little touch for the trash talk.
2: Yeah, I see what he was trying to do. The attempt was made. But what he, he said he, that he was declaring today, you have to play, You gotta, they got to play us day. And he said that they have to do a paternity test on Joe Burrow to prove that he is Patrick Mahomes' father. And he, it's just like, do less. Like the cockiness is a tough look. The way it was presented was a tough look. And then you you put this out as the mayor. And then you wait for the response, right? Like, you wait for the mayor of Kansas City to do his thing. But who responds first but Brittany Mahomes on Twitter. And she said something of, like, stop this. Or she said something like that, like, ew, or something, cringe, or something. And the mayor of Kansas City then responded to that and said, Agreed. Mm-hmm. No need to respond. Kansas City's got class. Cincinnati has Jerry Springer and no rings. <laughs> See them Sunday, and that just <laughs> shuts the whole thing down. Like once you do that, there's no other response you can. Yeah. You can double down as the mayor of Cincinnati. Be like, well, we also have this, or like the Joe Burrows, Burrowhead. But the thing with that too is I don't think it's a big enough body of work to be that cocky about Joe Burrow's record against Patrick Mahomes, which like, yeah, that's impressive. But I think it should be more like 5-0, and 7-0, 10-0 before you can really be like, all right, we got your – you're his daddy. Like you can't – it's it's right. a little – it's like fun, of course. It's like a fun thing, but it's just a, a weird look. I would have done less if I was that mayor.
0: Yeah,
1: but I'll, I'll, let me count on that real quick. You're, you're probably right. And I like the classy response, but <laughs> does does the Cincinnati mayor look cooler if the Bengals win this game because of that video?
2: Yes, this is the thing, too, is you got to be real sure that your team has a great chance to win this game. And if they lose this game, of course, that's a bad look. But even if they win, I'm still like, yeah, but that video still exists. Like, it's a little cringe. Like, it's a little bit just cheesy it and it, the way it's done is like it could have been it could have been cooler it could have been you could have been more intense about it I would have come out and been like we're gonna like Dan Campbell like we're gonna bite your kneecaps off and you are going down and you guys suck and it like I would have done something more like that so that you, you look <laughs> even cooler if the Bengals win and you could be like the mayor is the hero and not the like oh yeah that's also that's our mayor He's gonna be at the parade right. if they win the Super Bowl like that's gonna happen so it, it, he'll probably do he'll double down on the paternity test thing because he seems to like that joke very much he probably came up with that and was like yeah we gotta run with this that's funny and I'm like yeah well, I, I see I, what the attempt was but like
1: mm. I'll take it a step further though like what what don't you think he uses I don't even know what the what his term limit is or what their situation <laughs> in Cincinnati is with his with his position but like how good does it look in a re-election campaign if Cincinnati goes on to win this game or even win a Super Bowl and he's got that video out there in the conference championship that was, and he you know what I mean like you just run that deer in a re-election campaign and you're like I've always believed in our city and then you play the clip and like I almost That's feel true. like this is going to this could end up working out for him professionally in a weird way despite you're right it is a little cringy for sure, but I these guys are always able to wiggle their way in to use this stuff to their benefit. I wonder if that plays a factor if they win this game.
2: That's true there is a flip side to that in the sense that he could use that in a campaign and get the younger audience because he could be an icon of uh the city because of that and that does live on. so there there is that he could become a meme he become something cool like that if, if they do win this is under the condition that they win this game and with the, if they win <laughs> this game he might do another one he might you know what the, the good the best thing he can do in this situation is double down and be like yeah. I, I feel like it. I'm cool. Like just have the confidence of Joe Burrow and just play it. Yes. Double down. I think would be the best way for him to go forward here. From that video, uh,
1: Joe Burrow on second and thirteen just picked up a big first down. So Cincinnati moving down the field. Seven fifty left to go in the fourth quarter. Bengal ball. Twenty twenty all. We'll give you an update on that when we come back. And we'll also play a mini version of Guess the Lines. And uh, wrap up the show by talking about these potential matchups for Philly and Cincinnati or Philly and Kansas City. Back to the Futures. Back with more on the BetQL Network.
0: Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) Start your day with a daily tip presented by bet MGM featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea messenger on the bet QL network. I'm telling you,
3: man, blue of earth was trouble from the start. That's what I make of it. You think it's any coincidence that once blue of earth with her braids and her crystals and her candles and her internal work. Once all of that was kicked to the curb, then Aaron Rodgers started balling out again. I'm telling you, she was messing with him. He got that tattoo. He was in his feelings. His hair was growing out. He got caught up in something that wasn't Aaron Rodgers. And now that that cloud has lifted, he's playing better. I don't think this is a coincidence at all. Blue of Earth was bringing him down. Forget about the metrics. Sometimes it's the eye test. And I'll tell you one thing I got a good look at that Blue of Earth and I said, she is trouble. And I think I was right. The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9
0: Eastern on the BetQL network.
4: Always live on the Free Odyssey app.
0: Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Dak Prescott was not good. And whatever McCarthy was doing in the last two minutes of the game, I feel like we had this conversation last year, Joe.
1: We did this last year against the Niners a few minutes to go. And it's just bonehead coaching, hunting with two minutes to go. And then whenever that last play was like, <laughs> what
3: was that? What did I watch yesterday? I, I don't know. I don't know. My 10-year-old son that started watching football just this season. It's like, I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish with that last play. I don't either, Jack. I have no idea what was happening. He knows nothing. And uh, anybody that knows anything, they're like, what was that? I commend the defenses for their performances. But on the the flip side, you've got to look at Dak with the two early interceptions.
0: BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network.
4: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
0: Sports betters wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew on the BetQL Network. The Bulls, a losing team. Zach Levine, yes. a losing
3: player. Most overrated player in the
0: league, I would argue.
4: I would take Kuzma over Zach Levine or Brad Beal in clutch situations.
0: Oh, Bradley Beal's terrible in the clutch. Yep. I just still can't believe that he just shot a mid-range jumper down three. BetMGM Tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Ah!
4: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
0: Get locked into You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
3: What don't people understand? You are severely outmanned, the talent discrepancy is is vast, and you want to punt the ball back to Philadelphia? Why? So it's 14-0 and you punt it and you don't even get a crack at trying to score points?
0: You Better, You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network.
4: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
0: Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL network presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. We wrap it up here. Back to
1: the futures for our final segment of the night. Quick update. Uh, Pacheco just went for a big gain. He's got 79 total yards in this thing, and the Chiefs are driving. There was an interception of Joe Burrow. He threw it into – it didn't look like, I think, from his vantage point a double team, but it became a double team to T. Higgins. Ball got tipped. Kansas City DB uh, recovers it. Kansas City is now marching. About 3.55 left in this game. It's still tied at 20, and it's second and 13 as the Chiefs are driving to potentially have a – I would imagine they're doing everything they can in their minds to kill this clock and get to a point where either kick a chip shot field goal – or you're, real, you're really close near the goal line with almost no time for Burrow. But also, we watched Buffalo-Kansas City a year ago, and there was 13 seconds, which was enough time for Kansas City. So we'll see what happens as it dwindles down here in the AFC Championship game, Kansas City's ball. And uh, I, I feel like, Lucy, I feel like you're really nervous right now.
2: Oh, I was literally just going to say, Sprague, that I am much more nervous right now than I was five minutes ago. I am sweating this right now because now Mm -hmm. we're in danger here. We're going to need a bigger boat in this situation because its score is still tied. But Kansas City is kind of taking control here. They're kind of steer in the game at this point. That interception was huge, and it's possible we look back. Yeah. Yes, we look back at that as that could be the turning point of this game. I am very nervous currently, as I'm sure every Bengals better is right now. Especially if you have the, uh, the total, the to over in this game. Sprague, uh,
1: thanks for bringing that up. Uh, it is <laughs> third and twelve, and uh, the Bengals are going to get a pretty easy stop here now here's the other thing it's a holding call it's going to be kansas city it looks like i'm kind of curious here i'll I'll wait for the penalty to be called but kansas city's in that in between they're not in field goal range maybe they want to punt to make them drive the length of the field we'll see what happens here it is a holding against the chiefs uh cincinnati might get this ball back now and they've actually accepted the penalty and so now it's going to be third and 22 Ballsy take there, I think, by Zach Taylor. I think I'd rather it be fourth down and, like, eight, but they probably go for it at that point. Um, So we'll see what happens here. But Kansas City, I'm nervous. I had the over in this game, and it doesn't appear that that's going to hit. And I also have Cincinnati uh, money line because when it gets to a point, point and a half, I had a point and a half on DraftKings because in Oregon that's all we have. Uh, I'd just much rather just take the money line bet. So I took Kansas City on the – or Cincinnati on the money line. Um, but we'll see what happens here. I, I don't I don't know where this game's going. I'm so confused. Yeah. There was a do over play. Our producer Zach is steps ahead of us. He's like two minutes <laughs> ahead of us. So he's like during the break, he's like, Oh, what a play. And and then he goes,
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: And then we find out it's a play that he <laughs> likes because he's a Chiefs backer, and so now it's just chaos and madness going on right now with a muted sports game.
2: It is an emotional roller coaster like you read about. This game is now a Blake Slate tie game. And any and everything's going every which way. We got Zach over here cheering for. He already he already knows who's going to win the Super Bowl. He's that far ahead of this, so he's, We don't <laughs> know what's what is going on. Um, but yeah, no, I'm a little behind as well. So this is uh, this is a tricky situation here. It is a roller coaster. Yeah. Any, uh, it is City. true. Right now, we don't know which way this game. This is truly, we don't know which way this game is going to go. This is not a blowout. Yeah. This is not a real big difference in the way each team is playing. So it could go. The refs getting involved as well, and you, you just you really don't know what's going to happen in this. You can't see the direction of which way this game's going to go.
1: Uh, Kansas City's is- punted back to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got the ball 230 left. Uh, it uh, looks like they're about the seven-yard line. Uh, as we bring on our super producer, Zach Crawl, who has a lot of the Guess the Lines games that we play. What we're going to do is we'll keep you up to date with this, but we're going to play a futuristic Guess the Lines for the Super Bowl version. Uh, with Philadelphia already punching their ticket and we not knowing who they're going to face, Cincinnati appears to have picked up a first down on the first play. Zach, uh, you are a Chiefs backer, so we're going against each other tonight, but let's play Guess the Lines Super Bowl edition with potential matchups.
5: Yeah, what's going on, guys? And the first question I'll throw by you guys is the lines I have, these were going into today. They're not updated. They could change once this uh, game ends with the Chiefs and the Bengals. But the question I have for you guys first before we start guessing the lines is did the Eagles' performance today or either of these two teams playing tonight, their performance, did those – Uh, performances on the field change either of your guys' opinions on what you guys thought a possible Super Bowl line would be before and after these games are played? Because I think that's a big conversation going around uh, the gambling world right now. What do you guys think?
2: I think in terms of – I don't think it changed the way I would think about the Eagles before that game. Because I still feel like the Eagles, if they were in the Super Bowl, I feel like they'd be favored. And I felt like that before the game. I still feel like that now, after the game today, that kind of thing.
1: Um, I I had seen some lines on I might have been Monday uh, from one of our other betQL uh, talents, Alex Gold in Kansas City, and so we'll see what those lines are looking like right now, Zach. But to answer your question, I think it did. Uh, it it changed it a little bit for me, given what I know about both these teams in the AFC. And what I saw from Philadelphia t- uh, today despite that quarterback injury stuff with San Francisco, uh, I think it changed it a little bit uh, for sure.
5: Yeah, because I think it did as well in the, Eagles favor- uh, in the Eagles' favor because I know the 49ers had a ton of things going against them in this game without Brock Purdy for the majority of it having to play Josh Johnson. But it's interesting with the Eagles because they have been from start to finish by far like the best team in the NFC, and I think they are a worthy champion. But at the same time – like, you could still argue their best win is over the Cowboys with Cooper Rush playing quarterback, you know? Like, they're just – when you look at their schedule, there are a lot of factors that when you look deeper and deeper, it's like, eh, has this team really been tested a ton? But at the end of the day, they're in the NFC, and it's not their fault the NFC just wasn't up to par compared to normal years.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for and sure. I, 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 think, to... I think
5: that's – sorry, go ahead. Lisa. Yeah,
2: no, sorry. The Chiefs and the Bengals, I – if the Bengals pull this off, I would have a lot more faith in them when it comes to the spread in the Super Bowl. I don't think they'd be favored, but I think maybe it would, the spread would be more in their favor if they pull this off the chiefs. I still think the Eagles would be favored over the chiefs. And I felt that way before today.
1: Well, what do you think? think, Zach, before Zach, before we get to you real quick, (laughs) I just want to add to that. Like, I do think that's the scenario we're talking about here, right? It's, who do we think is going to be favored in those matchups? And I think given what we know about the offensive line for Cincinnati and given what we know about slightly bum ankle um, and somewhat susceptible at times to getting pressure on their quarterback in Kansas City, I, I, I have to agree with you. Zach, what, what matchup do you want to start with here on Guess the Lines?
5: All right, so the the Bengals have the ball right now. Let's assume they drive right down the field, kick a game-winning field goal, and we have Cincinnati and Philadelphia playing in Arizona. Spray, I'll start with you. Guess the possible line for that? One. Hmm.
1: Cincinnati, Philadelphia. So I had seen this earlier. It wasn't a very big spread. I think this is going to be a bigger spread if it's Cincinnati, given the offensive line problem. I'm going to take Philadelphia minus three and a half.
2: I'm going to take Philadelphia minus. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to say minus five and a half. A little bit bigger.
5: Both you guys were a little off. The Eagles would actually be just a one and a half point favorite over the Bengals, and I think you're kidding. Vegas, oh, yeah, they really respect oh. the Bengals.
0: Whoa.
1: Oh, look, I I'm oh. a Burrow ooh. backer. I bet Burrow I because of the swagger. I would have. What those, do you do? I would, I, I couldn't run fast enough to lay that bet on the Philadelphia Eagles minus one. And a uh,
2: half.
1: But this is that, what I, I mean. Imagine, imagine that defensive line against this offensive line in Cincinnati. But this is yeah. kind
5: of what I mean. Is that line going to be the same after what the Eagles did today? Like, I, I don't know. That was before the Eagles game today. Maybe, there's a good chance it could be three, three and a half at, at, when we get it, you know?
1: it. It has to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, 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 I think... might still, yeah, bet the Eagles though, even at three and a half.
1: Well, but yeah, to your point, Lucy, like, if I was setting a line, I would probably lean more towards what you picked than I picked because that seems reasonable, does it not?
2: Yeah. I mean, although like the Bengals are keeping games close, I would think that is Zach Taylor is freaking out again. Um, I well, there's a roughing, would... e- there's
1: a grounding call.
2: <laughs> His blood pressure this game must be through the roof. Um, but he, so yeah, I would take, I probably still would take the Eagles, even though I love Joe Burrow. I would maybe I might balance it out with taking the Eagles and maybe a Joe Burrow prop. That's what I might do, just to balance it out because I do already have the sweatpants. Can't really go back on that now, but I think I would take the Eagles either way, five and a half or one and a half, which is crazy. I would still take the Eagles.
5: All right, how about a possible cheese uh, Eagles Super Bowl matchup? What do we think of that? Hmm.
2: I'm gonna say the Eagles still favored. Eagles, I would. Uh, Eagles minus three, I would say.
1: Well, okay, so I'm gonna try to clean sweep this. Guess the lines version here. I wanted to go that number two, Lucy, and then he told me Cincinnati, Philly, and that threw me mm. way off. By the way, Cincinnati just converted a big third and sixteen uh, with about fifty six seconds to go in the fourth quarter. So here we go. Joe Burrow is marching, but that threw me off. I'm going to say it's, it's Philadelphia minus
5: one. Sprague, you were right in that ballpark. The Chiefs would actually be a one point favorite over the Eagles. So you had the number, right? Just the wrong side.
2: Interesting. I
5: can't wait to bet the Eagles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Either way, it's going to be the Eagles. Where would you guys
1: lean? Where would you guys lean on that? Lucy, I'll start with you and Zach. if it's Philly and Kansas city, where would you bet if it was if it was Eagles plus one?
2: Eagles plus one. That sounds like a great bet to me against Kansas City. I just I have that feeling about the Eagles. No matter what, they're just going to blow right through it, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I really have a strong feeling the Eagles will win the Super Bowl now.
5: Yeah, if Kansas City finds a way to win, it might be tough to go against them now, but it looks like the Bengals could take it after that third and 16. What a play by Barrow.
2: Yeah. yeah, and the Mahomes, uh, the Mahomes factor, the ankle. You just yes. don't know what that's yeah. going to be. And after this game, its it could still hurt. It could be that he aggravated it or it's just its hurting. And, yeah, so uh, Eagles.
1: Well, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll talk to you guys next week. We're wrapping it up here, and we'll do a big preview for the Super Bowl prop bets, all that stuff, and we'll see who wins this AFC championship game. Zach, thanks for hopping on. Uh, everybody back in Chicago, thanks so much. Uh, We appreciate everything you guys do. And thank you guys for tuning in, uh, even in the midst of the AFC Championship game. We'll talk to you next week. Back to the Futures for Lucy Burge. I'm Brandon Sprague. See you next week.
0: Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.